even in Germany, in a first world European country, there were there were problems, even though it was so well organized and their problems were thing and dealing with FIFA is is another whole. It's like dealing with a, with another government. Um, however, I think that the goodwill that was created is unmeasurable. I think that the that the publicity that we gained from holding a successful World Cup, there was plan there was this talk about Plan B all along and suddenly people realized not only did we not need a plan B, but actually South Africa was an amazing place to visit. And I think that that has continued in the many years in, in the in the years subsequent to 2010. And as far as the money is concerned, yes, there was profit. It doesn't the the, the profit from the World Cup doesn't go to South Africa. It doesn't go to building houses. It goes to SAFA and the legacy projects that were created. And that money has been spent on legacy projects. There are turfs that have been built around the country. There are stadiums that have been built around the country. That money has come back to South Africa. So a certain amount of the money has come back. Yes, there were problems, and I'm not trying to deny that. But there were lots of positives too. And could you? I'll tell you, for me, one of the biggest aspects of holding the 2010 World Cup in South Africa was the perception, the change of perception about Africa. And uh, till today, I get calls from overseas, including even my own brothers who are living in the U.S., telling me how great South Africa is. Because prior to the World Cup, Africa was seen as a basket case, hopelessness, a third world continent, a dark continent. And South Africa's 2010 World Cup, in a way, have gone to demystify those perceptions. And I'm very, very excited about that. Marawa? Yeah, I would love to answer that. Uh, so our first caller, I think a lot of what he's saying was based purely on what people expected the World Cup to be, what people expected the World Cup to bring to them. I mean, we had people that thought that they'll become instant millionaires uh, when the World Cup comes through because of some reason or another. Uh, there was almost a, a jackpot mentality feel that the World Cup will change things. The World Cup you know, means a lot of things to many different people. We could have gone the route of Japan, South Korea, where a couple of the stadiums uh, were destroyed because that was part of the plan. It was, it was never a, a case of you will overnight, within the one month of the football happening, have your entire landscape of the country change. I mean, football is about fever, it's about passion, it's about the emotion. You're not going to get that until things come. You're going to get back to your realities of fixing potholes. You're going to have to get back to your realities of getting, you know, service delivery done. There's a whole lot of other things that come into play here. The FIFA World Cup brought, as Kuja and, and, and Janet were saying, that it, it brought with it what we didn't have in a long time. And you yeah. saw that unity. You saw that togetherness. You saw people overcoming the cold weather in Johannesburg, mm. any part of the country, to support, you know, the, the FIFA World Cup and the fan parks were full for those who couldn't buy tickets. That's what a World Cup brings. The World Cup's not going to change your life. It's not going to force PSL teams to fill up those stadia uh, when the World Cup is done. It will have brought what it brought, and the World Cup money is fixed in a trust, and that's why people like uh, uh, Jerome Vall come into the country from time to time, because they've got the master key there. They come through, they unlock the funds, they put it through to development, they unlock the funds to put it through wherever money is needed. So the trust fund is there and the trustees sit on that board and then make sure that the money goes to its rightful owners.